Welcome to Emotionally Available. My name is Deanna and I'm in the car on my way to work chatting about what it means to be emotionally available every single day. I'm a yoga and dance instructor and on my commute, I really find time to reflect on what in class and outside of class it takes to be more available and open to what our body can do. Whether we're walking the dog or learning how to do handstands in yoga or trying an adult ballet class, the way we move is awesome and sometimes challenging. So we're gonna talk about it today, we're gonna make strides, and we're gonna be a little more proud of the way we move today. Thank you so much for joining, we'll be right back. Hey guys, hope you're having a good day. So I'm in the car and this is the last um, episode in a little series I've been doing about pain. <laughs> and it started um, with me talking about foot pain and then going through some solutions that I found to deal with it. Um, talking about what is pain, um, how to assemble help <laughs> from medical care providers, just some suggestions I have from making sure you're a well-educated patient um, and now to kind of what made all this happen and made me think all about this so much. So in the first episode, I talked significantly about my issues with shoes <laughs> um, and how I dealt with foot pain. So I experienced some strange symptoms over the past six months. Um, I gave the, um, gave it away what it was in the last episode. Um, but let me just restart. Maybe you haven't listened to it yet, or, um, maybe you can just imagine how this might've played out. So I am in the throes of springtime. So, um, I'm recording this in December. So, wow, not quite December. It's Thanksgiving. So <laughs> the end of November and, um, Back in the springtime, I had some like weird medical stuff happen and totally unrelated to um, my current issue. And so I just became very like aware um, of my body and I was just thinking a lot about um, how my body was functioning and being very sensitive to um, just kind of what was happening. And I kind of realized that I didn't feel too good. Um, completely unrelated to the thing that spurred me on um, to just being a bit more um, cognizant of what my body was doing and how it was reacting to life. <laughs> um, I just became aware that it wasn't great. Like I did not feel like I was firing on all cylinders. Um, and I kind of told myself, well, you're being a bit like more aware of your body. So maybe that means you're being paranoid about your body. And it's probably nothing, you're just being more sensitive to it, so we just need to make sure we are um, aware, but not paranoid. <laughs> Which I think is like a, a funny um, balance we all have to like really work hard on is, am I being paranoid about something and obsessing over it? Um, or am I really making a good judgment call and just being aware of something that's odd? Um, I don't know about you, but I struggle with, with the difference and finding balance. So I realized that I was just pretty tired. Like I, I could not get enough sleep. 
Um, I've always been kind of a night owl and I have a hard time falling asleep, like always, um, unless I'm really, really tired. Um, but no one wants to be really, really tired all the time to then just be able to fall asleep. So, um, I, I just realized that I was more tired than usual. And as the spring went on, work got busier and busier. And I was like, oh man, the stress is just really getting to me. Um, maybe it's just my work environment is just a little bit different. Um, and I'm just, I don't know, feeling old. Now I'm 28 and if you're older than me, I know you're like really angry that I'm saying that I'm old and annoyed, but I do think that there's certain like seasonal changes in our life that we go through. And I know that I felt one, um, probably like two years after college. So maybe when I was like 24 and then I'm definitely in the midst of one right now. And I think there's just some like shifts and maybe it's not that our body like health wise actually shifts at that moment, but it's when our brain is like aware enough to go, Ooh, my body feels different than it did four years ago or three years ago or two years ago or one year ago. Um, so I was saying to myself, I just don't feel great. Um, and nothing at work that I was dealing with was out of the norm of what I'm used to coping with um, at that time of year. So spring, for example, is recital season for most dance studios, and I work full-time at a studio. Um, and while it's a busy time, I've done the spring before, so what's different now? Okay, so I'm tired. Um, I can't sleep, even though I'm exhausted. Um, I also am starting to get really down, and if anyone has chronic fatigue, it's hard to feel happy. Um, and I, um, I was very aware that I wasn't feeling depressed mentally, but my body felt depressed. And that was strange to me. I got so far to start getting achy. So first it started just like, oh, maybe I'm sleeping really hard at night because though it was hard to fall asleep, once I was asleep, I was out. So maybe I'm just extra stiff. So I started feeling a lot of stiffness in my body. Um, so tired and stiff, weird. Hmm, maybe I'm coming down with something. Maybe it's the flu, okay? I then started having a lot of gastrointestinal issues. Um, things just didn't feel right. Um, the way I go was changing <laughs> and my abdomen felt weird. It just didn't feel normal. Like the way I felt full, for example, felt differently than last time. And my gut just was doing weird things. So now it's summer and I have more time than ever because summer is just a very light season of work in my life. And I'm really, I, I can't sleep enough. I cannot get enough rest. And I'm thinking to myself, if you can't feel rested now in the summertime, something has to be wrong. So now we're in the throes of summer, which is the happiest, most wonderful time of the year, in my opinion, because I'm such a summer girl. And I just feel like I'm constantly about to have the flu. <laughs> um, and I, I went ahead and scheduled like my annual um, GP exam because I didn't know what else to do. Um, one was coming and so in July I called and was able to get one like a month or two out and I was like, well, I can make it till then. Um, and things just kept getting worse. I had such bad pain in my body that it was like the worst flu aches, but not just, okay, I don't know about you guys, but when I have like achy flu pains, 
I get them in my back um, mostly. So, or like think about if you're a woman and you have like menstrual cramp pains and you have an achy back. Um, it was kind of like that, but I could feel them in my arm bones, in my leg bones. I would feel them in the bottoms of my feet. Um, and this pain was sometimes like radial and like just like pulsing all over. And sometimes it literally felt like someone was jabbing me in one place with like, I don't know, a stick of pain. <laughs> and that was so weird. I think many of you movers know that sometimes we live outside of comfort as far as pushing through ourselves. Um, but I became unable to. This pain was like so strange and I'm not saying it was like really intense pain but it was completely unreasonable I could not figure out what it was so therefore it made it like a bit more and scarier so it was probably only like a four or a five at its worst as far as like individual pain points in my body um so I was totally functional but I could not believe what this was so I go to the doctor and tell her and by the way I look terrible at this point <laughs> I'm like pale um, my eyelash, part of my eyelashes started falling out, guys. It was a mess. So, like, just not good. And I have thin hair anyways. I need all the hair I can get on my head. Like, please don't, please, eyelashes stay in my body. So, um, I go to the doctor and she looks quite seriously at me and says, we need to do blood work. And that's quite frightening to me. My family has a history of cancer. Um, and while I knew my doctor was going to do blood work, my um, brain is always just aware <laughs> that um, some pretty serious things um, can arise when you do routine tests. So that frightens me a bit. So I get my blood work done and the week before I got blood work done, let's say two weeks before, I gave blood, like I just donated blood. And that day I donated blood, I almost fainted, which I never faint. And the days after, I took naps every day. Like, I couldn't stay awake. So, not only has this naturally come to like a high point of just feeling terrible, I've just gotten this blood work done um, shortly after really feeling like my condition was exacerbated. What I think was by losing blood during my blood draw um, to donate blood. So strange. So I get my blood work back and I thought thyroid, there's history of thyroid um, issues in my family. Uh, maybe even like diabetes. I don't know. You don't, I mean, I, you, we would think that health only um, if you have extenuating health circumstances um, or weight concerns, you might get diabetes, but I don't know. Anyone can get diabetes, I think, and I believe. So I was like, what is happening? Turns out I had a vitamin D deficiency. So a vitamin D deficiency um, often mimics hypothyroidism. All the things that I was dealing with. Um, <laughs> sorry if you just heard something in the background. I have um, my navigation on, I'm traveling. <laughs> so all of these things can be a sign of a vitamin D deficiency. And I'm not a doctor, so I, I don't wanna tell you about everything about vitamin D deficiencies. Um, but it just really is an important reminder that if, if you don't feel like your body is right and feeling normal, you're probably correct. Um, I really just didn't believe myself. I, I was so sure that I was being, there goes the navigation again. Um, I was so sure that I was just making this up. Um, and I know that I wasn't, but I felt 
I felt silly. I felt like maybe I was just being paranoid. And it goes back to that awareness versus paranoia um, when you're dealing with health issues, your body. So I encourage you, and this helped me, when you're talking about your health, if you don't feel well, imagine your friend telling you all the symptoms. Would you tell your friend to just, hey, why don't you just go to your doctor and just ask them? I bet they would know. Not in a panicky way, just in a suggestion to a friend. If that would be your suggestion to a friend describing all of your health issues that you're describing, (laughs) you should listen to the imaginary you advice (laughs) to your friend and go to the doctor. Um, The body is a complex and amazing, amazing thing. Um, And while we don't know everything that's going on in our body at all times, um, we are very aware, I think, Uh, when things feel off. So go get educated about your body. Um, I've said this before, but you are like the secretary and your health and wellness is a corporation and you are the lead secretary or the administrator or whatever you want to call it. Um, And it's your job to take all of these things that you experience, um, how you felt in your yoga class, um, maybe your mental state um, at work, okay, there's bone pain happening here. There's this issue happening here. It's not your job to know the answers um, just because you're not a savant (laughs) um, and an ultra aware of everything. um, It's impossible to know everything. You need to go seek help. So go find a team, um, start building people that you trust. um, Just like how you would go to the gym and use different machines or different um, tools. Um, Hopefully you don't go to the gym and only do bicep curls (laughs) for an hour and a half. That would be really weird (laughs) Um, and not healthy. So if you um, think about your your wellness and um, your medical world in that way, you need to be well-versed and and varied in who you talk to and the questions you ask. And it's okay to seek second opinions. It's okay to see specialists. Um, but if you think something is off, just go. Um, I feared that I, I mean, maybe my family history of cancer, boom, I have cancer, I'm dying. Um, but I wasn't, I have a vitamin D deficiency, which um, can have some lasting effects. Uh, I don't think I will. Um, and it's quite scary at the time and was a bit life altering for a while is not deadly. (laughs) So I hope that you trust yourself and get out there and just seek help when things are off. You know you, and just because you don't have all the answers doesn't mean you still don't have great wisdom. You have great wisdom about your body. I know it. Go for it. Go ask. Be brave. The worst thing that can happen is a medical professional tells you you're doing okay, right? All right. Have a good one, guys. Good luck out there. Bye. much for joining me for this episode. I'm so thrilled that we got to chat today and I hope you took away something good. Maybe it's a big moment of change and inspiration or maybe it's just a small reminder that being emotionally available for ourselves every day, staying open to all that our body can do is a good thing. I hope you have a wonderful day. Go ahead and follow on Instagram at emotionallyavailable or you can check out on Facebook 
Emotionally Available or EmotionallyAvailable.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great day. Bye.